pleasures of life come to weigh me down But I'm not moved by what I see They come and they go, but I stand strong By His word that lives in me I am stronger, I am wiser By His Spirit, by His Word, yeah, yeah. I'm moving on to greater heights by His Spirit. I'm marching on to greater heights by His Spirit, by His Word. Seasons go, whatever it is, I got victory. I'm a champion, I'm a winner. By His Spirit, believes in me. For with me, all things are possible. By His Spirit. Nice word.
sacrifice Lord I fall upon my knees and my heart spread out my hands unto you Lord forgive me my sins and the sorrow Father, as I come to sacrifice, as I come, O God, before your presence today, Lord, it is my prayer, it is my desire that our worship and our praise will be accepted before you. Our sacrifice will be accepted before you. We thank you, Jesus. We adore your name. We lift up your name, O God, for all the good things that you are doing, all the good things that you have done, and all the great things that you are about to do in our life. We thank you for entering into the second day in the month of July 2022. There is no people that has gotten this privilege. Yesterday, we started the month with some people. But as I'm talking right now, some are dead. Yesterday, a lot of people died. Even today, by God, you are awesome God, you are gracious God, you are wonderful God. And you have saved and secured our life in your blood. Not only eggs, but our family. That one alone is a miracle. It is a testimony. So we are testifying to your goodness today. We are testifying to your greatness. We are testifying to your signs and miracles in our life. By saying, Lord, we appreciate you. By saying, Lord, we thank you. And we adore your holy name. Any so na what ya dumu ma eshira won epeja won eyi won esima poma etena bia so enu ne wurade wodi acheye ne enu ne ewurade ene wodi amawoma nti ya dawasi ya wurade ye shewani monyama wurade ye kanfo wodine wurade se wurade ni awuye no eso ye nidodo eso ye nidodo nti ene ne ye kan se ene de de tosum ye nu wobusumi ya eye enson yi mu we bless your name, O God. We appreciate you. We adopt your name and we say, You are Lord of Lords. 
Oye gulade, ew gulade wosyon, ew gulade wenye kasiye, ew gulade wenimni weti, nyami bire ni wobiyo. Kukuromotia yansan wohon, emopo. Ew gulade nyankupon, nyankupon, wunkuto, eni wudi. Nti ukachile, Mose se mi di eni miara, eni miara, mi di eni miara, eni miara. My name is the I am that I am. The hidden name was revealed. He said, my name is Yahweh. My name is Yahweh. Today we say, Yahweh is your name, O God. We are so happy. We are so privileged. We are so honored to be part of the living. Yes, when you are comforting. Before you, please forgive me my sins. Numbers of. And that the one to your womb, yes, so one to your bonnet so. And that the one to Bonibi and Raya, yeah, yeah. And man, yeah, yeah, Mofra. Bonibi, and that the one to your womb, yes, so one to your bonnet so any. Father, Let your awesome glory fill this place. 
ma kwa ba kasi pa ade ba ye juma diye so ewradi wonshira obi ewradi nya kasi ewradi onpeja obi ewradi onyi obi ye Mesa tumuni mo buro hunu nti mini umi ne yasen ni afatebi ne enunti ena yasen aba abeshemu ewa habio. Nti me mawakwa ba kasi apa ni ameka ne se udadi wunshirao e udadi wunshirao e udadi wunshirao. Ya wamani waka God bless you God bless you God bless you God bless you. The second day in the month of July, also the second day of our three-day prayer and fasting. Yesterday was awesome. Today will be mega. Faithful God, mighty God, great God, you are awesome God. Somebody I told the name of the Lord, lift up the name of God, bless the name of the Lord. Somebody say, Lord, I appreciate you. And that day you can't die, I know you're dying now, so you're showing you that the Abbasan Ekutayamun. Lift up your voice, somebody, wherever you are, say, Lord, I appreciate you. Wherever you are, open your mouth. Maybe you are in the office, maybe you are in the workplace, maybe you are driving, maybe you are in the marketplace, you are walking along the roadside. Appreciate God, say, Lord, I appreciate you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thought your name today in the name of somebody lift up your voice and pray somebody open your mouth and appreciate God
are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. You are great, God. You are the King of kings. You are the Lord of lords. Father, I thank you for my family, Lord. I thank you, O God, for my life. I thank you for the hour of Gethsemane, O God. I thank you, O God, for our followers and our partners, O God. In ministry, we adore God for the life given unto us. We appreciate you, Lord. quick prayers before we start our segment today. We are lifting up a voice and we are praying that God I invite your Holy Ghost into my life. I invite the Holy Ghost into my home. I invite the Holy Ghost into my health. I invite the Holy Ghost into my marriage. I invite the Holy Ghost into my relationship. I invite the Holy Ghost into my career. I invite the Holy Ghost into my finance. God, I invite your spirit into our midst today that God you so for your hand so mighty and so great let us receive a touch today let us receive a touch oh God in the mighty name of Jesus lift up your voice and pray that God before we bring the session to a close I want to receive a touch I want to receive a word I want to receive my healing I want to receive my liberation I want to receive my restoration I want to receive my transformation in the mighty name of Jesus, Rapadika, Rapadadadadosa, Matebelede, Ikapakapadiata, Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift up our voice, inviting your presence, your power, and your might into our faith today. That God reveal yourself in our life, reveal your power unto us today. Father, oh God, may we receive a transformation and a change. May we receive our healing. May we receive touch, oh God. May we receive a prophetic word today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. 
let's pray this third prayer. We are praying that God, today I connect myself to the altar. I connect my soul to the altar. I connect my spirit to the altar of the hour of Gethsemane. I commit my business to the altar. I commit my health to the altar. I commit my finance to the altar. I commit my career to the altar. I commit my relationship to the altar. I commit my marriage to the altar. I commit my children to the altar. In the name of Jesus, let's connect ourselves to the altar right now. And the altar will speak for somebody. The altar will speak for somebody. The altar will speak for somebody. I see the altar speaking for somebody. The altar is speaking for you right now. The altar is speaking for you right now. Rabadika. Rabadana. God, I connect my soul to the altar. I connect my spirit to the altar. I connect my body to the altar. I commit my marriage to the altar. I commit my children to the altar. I commit my wife to the altar. I commit my career to the altar. I commit my ministry to the altar. In Kabadi Kosh. I commit my final to the altar. In Gadabadi Kosh. I commit my entire family to the altar. I commit all the followers of the hour of Gethsemane unto the altar of the hour of Gethsemane. Unto the altar of Gethsemane prayer network. In Kabadi Kosh. Connect your soul right now. Connect yourself now. Connect yourself now. Let the altar speak. Let the altar speak. The altar of God is speaking for somebody. The altar is speaking for your health. Whatever sickness, whatever pain, whatever calamity, the altar is speaking for you. The altar is speaking for somebody. The altar is speaking for somebody. The altar is speaking for somebody. Let the altar speak. The altar is speaking right now. The altar is speaking right now. Connect your soul. Connect your spirit. Connect your health. Connect your family to the altar right now. The altar is speaking for somebody. That broken relationship. The altar is speaking right now. That broken financial life. The altar is speaking right now. That broken health. The altar is speaking right now. In the name of Jesus.
in the name of Jesus. As you connect yourself to the altar of God, at the hour of Gethsemane, the altar will speak for you. The altar of God will speak for your health. The altar of God will speak for everything, every calamity, every pain that you are going through. The altar will speak right now. He the altar is speaking for somebody. I declare the altar speak, my God, unto your life, and your life will never be the same. God cause the altar and the blood of Jesus on the altar to speak right now in the name of Jesus. The altar is speaking, Maluki scripture from the book of Nahum. Nahum is one of the minor prophets in the Old Testament. The book of Nahum chapter 1. Nahum chapter 1. The verse number 7, verse number 8 and verse number 3. Let me pray a short prayer for you right now before we start our segment today. Today is the second day of our three-day prayer and fasting entitled One Thing that I Know. One thing that I know is that once I was blind, by now I can see. One thing I know is that once I was under bondage, once I was under captivity, but now I have been set free. One thing that I know is that my neck was full of yoke and burdened. And now because of the anointing, the yoke has been broken. One thing I know is that my life was full of darkness, but now I can see the light. One thing, one thing, one thing, one thing I know. One thing that I know, one thing that I know, one thing that I know. Oh, Mema. Trendybeats.com. The one who makes up this piece. Chapter 1, verse number 7. The Bible said, The Lord is good, a refuge in time of trouble. Ha. Now, who 
chapter one, verse number seven. The Bible said, "The Lord is good. The Lord is good. The angel of day is good. The Alpha and the Omega is good. The Yahweh is good. El Shaddai. The Bible said, He is good." Overwhelming flood. 
that he will make an end to your enemy with an overwhelming flood. God will make an end to those that seek your downfall with an overwhelming flood. The Lord will destroy the enemy. The Lord will destroy the adversary. The Lord will destroy your foe. Those that fight against you, those that rises against you, those that want your downfall with an overwhelming flood. The Lord will swallow them off. That is the last verse before I into before I welcome you and we start our segment today. We are looking at Nahum chapter one, verse number seven, verse eight, and verse number nine. The verse number nine say that whatever they plot against the Lord, He will bring it to an end. Whatever that they plot against the Lord, He will bring it to an end. Trouble will not come the second time. This word is for somebody. This message is for somebody. The Lord said to tell somebody the trouble that you are going through, what you are going through today, the affliction, the pain, the sickness, the disappointment, the rejection. The Bible says it shall not come the second time. Malatush. It shall not come the second time. My God is. You will not see it the second time. Scripture says that whatever or whoever or whatever they plot against the Lord, He will bring it to an end. Trouble will not come the second time. I said, trouble will not come the second time. Failure will not come the second time. Disappointment and embarrassment will not come the second time. Shame will never come the second time. I pray on this platform as an apostle of God and enter militant in the kingdom of God that in the name of Jesus, the trouble you are going through will not come the second time. The rejection will not come the second time. In Gapali Kongshianta, the sickness will not come the second time. In Kadabaha, the shame will not come the second time. The failure will not come the second time. In Kapali Katush, in Dabalakata, Rapaniata, in Kapali Kos, in Gedebe. Hmm, hmm. Yeshua, Amashia, Lion of Judah. Yeshua, Yeshua, Amashia, Amashia, Lion of Judah, Agune, Agune, Chemba, Yeshua, Amashia, Amashia. Lion of Judah, Lion of 
of Judah. Today, to a prayer line at the hour of Gethsemane. This is the hour of prayer. This is the hour where we seek the face of God behind our closed doors. The Lord will change your name. The Lord will change, oh my God, whatever place you find yourself, the Lord will change your destiny today. Seriously, and Again, I welcome you. God bless you for joining. Share to one, two, three people right now on your WhatsApp, on Facebook. I want somebody to share the link, share the program right now, and invite somebody. Somebody that you have not even invited before. Share the link with the person right now in the name of Jesus. Do that right now. Share the link with somebody right now before we start our segment. Thank you. 
Pastor Andre Jackson, woman of God, God bless you. Abena Kunatu, you are welcome. Bridget Berima, you are welcome. My brother Peter Beckon. Peter, how are you doing? You are welcome. God bless you. Peter Beckon. Dickness Gloria Chapman, you are welcome. Mommy Eva, Mommy Eva, how are you doing? You are welcome. God bless you. And you are warmly welcome, Sister Patient to Berima. God bless you all for joining our prayer line today at the hour of Gethsemane. At the hour of Gethsemane, we say we are untouchable, we are unbreakable, we are unstoppable, and we are undeniable. the grace of God, I'm also fine. I'm doing well. My family is doing well. My baby girl is doing well. And my other children are all doing well. In fact, the good Lord is blessing us. And we are grateful unto our Lord and Master Jesus. Once again to day two, day two, the second day of our three-day prayer and fasting. We started yesterday, it was awesome. Today is going to be mega and tomorrow will be mega, mega. And today we are here once again to look into the word of God and pray together as a family.
Luca scripture for this three-day program in John chapter 9, the whole verse. But the central verse or the memory verse is taken from the verse 27. And the Bible said, he replied, whether he is a sinner or not, I don't know. One thing I do know, one thing I do know, I was blind, but now I see. One thing that I do know, that I was blind, but now my eyes has opened. One thing that I know is that I was in darkness, but now I can see light, but now I am in the light. Today, yesterday I said today I will be talking about the light that God gave unto the man that was born blind. The man received light because he encountered the light of the world. So today, my message will be centered on the light. When you encounter the light of the world, your life will be transformed from darkness to light. So the man for all that while was living in darkness until he had an encounter with Jesus. Until you have an encounter with Jesus. Until you have a meeting with God. Today we are going to verse number one and coming down a little, maybe up to verse number 12 and we'll look at what we are going to do today and we'll have some time to pray together. Chapter 9, verse number one, let's be quick and straightforward. The Bible said, as he went along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciple asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parent, that he was born blind? Verse 3. Neither this man nor his parents sinned, saith Jesus. But this happened so that the work of God might be displayed in his life. Number four, as long as it is day, we must do the work of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light 
of the world. That's where our message will be today. That's where our message will be today. As I am in the world, I am the light of the world. I am in the world, I am the light of the world. The reasons and oh my god, Ikata Palakata. And the purpose or the mission. Why the child of God need to have an encounter with the light of the world. Says, having said this, he spit on the ground, made some mud with his saliva, and put it on the man's eye. Go, he told him, wash in the pool of Siloam. This word means sent. So the man went and washed and came home seeing his neighbors and dogs who had formerly seen him begging asked. Isn't this man same man who used to sit and beg? It was a question. Some claim that he was. Others said no. He only looks like him. But he said, but he, but he himself insisted, I am the man. How then were your eyes opened? They demanded. He replied. The man they called Jesus made some mud and put it on my eye. He told me to go to Shilom to wash. to wash. So I went and washed, and then I could see. Where is this man? They asked him. I don't know, he said. I love the scripture. I love this scripture. People of God, this man was born blind. He was born blind. He was born blind. And the disciple went to Jesus and asked him as they move along to minister that this man that is blind right now what causes his blindness is it his sin that made him blind or the sin of his parent that made him blind but the answer of Jesus was very simple it's neither this man that has sinned nor his parent that has sinned but rather this happened so that the work of God might be displayed in his life this happened to the man so that the miracle of God so that the power of God will be demonstrated and ministered in the life of this man so the man that was formerly blind, the man that was blind, the Bible said, and Jesus said, 
So far as it is day, we must do the work of God because a night is coming where we cannot work. A night is coming where we will go to bed and sleep. But while it is day, we have to move. We have to make sure that the work of God is done on this earth. Whilst we are in the day, the work of God must proceed. The work of God must continue. Whilst you have life, whilst you have strength in you, the work of God must continue. The work of God must, must, must go on. It must go on. Yes. As long as it is day, we must do the work of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. So he said, What I am in the world. Jesus said, What I am in the world, I am the light of the world. So wherever I go, wherever I enter, if there is darkness, the darkness must vanish. I pray, Kayatush, that along your movement, Kayatush. May you have an encounter with the light of the world. May you have an encounter with Jesus. So Jesus said, what? I am in the world. I am the light of the world. If you have that encounter with Jesus, if you have that encounter with the light of the world, anything that's a darkness in your life, anything that's a darkness around your destiny, any darkness around your health, any darkness around your marriage, any darkness around your career, any darkness around your home, by the power of God, after the encounter, the darkness would disappear. I said the darkness will disappear. The darkness will disappear. After the encounter with God, the darkness in your life, the darkness in your career, the darkness, my God, will disappear from your life. I declare by the power of God, I speak, my God, from the throne room of grace, that any darkness around your life, any darkness around your career, by divine authority, in the name of Jesus, may that darkness be be, be, be deleted. May that darkness be taken away by the power of God. Was I am the world, I am the light of the world. The light of the world. So after the encounter with the light of the world, the man that his light was full of darkness. The Bible said when the man went, after Jesus made a mud with a saliva around his eye and asked him to make a move, you see, sometimes in life, let me, let me bring this one in. Sometimes in life, for you to experience a miracle, you need to make a move. Ha. Somebody say, make a move. Somebody say, make what a move. Make a move. You see, Jesus could have touched this man and said, man, go, you are healed. Because Jesus performed a series, a lot of miracles in the scripture or in the Bible. But this particular mass miracle, he wanted the man to make a move. So sometimes for you to experience your miracle, you need to believe and make a move. There was a direction. Sometimes when we give a direction, some people don't take it serious. This is the direction. Jesus spat on the ground, picked the mud the, 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 the with a saliva and rub it around the eye of the man and asked the man to go, to make a move, to go to the pool of Siloam and wash his face. 
Even with some people, they will say, Oh, this man is not serious. I am blind. I, I want my healing. And, and you are telling me to go to walk from here to the pool of Silo. I can't, I can't see. How would I be able to walk to the pool of Silo? Silo. So you see, sometimes because of our unbelief, we, we refuse to listen to the voice of God and move in line with the direction of God. And that is where our miracle is, is what is stampeded. Our miracle is what is blocked. So until you put away doubt, that doubt and make a move after a direction, you cannot receive a miracle. Jesus gave a direction and the man believed in Jesus. He trusted him. I believe him. I don't even meet Jesus before. But when Jesus spat on the ground and made the man and rubbed it around the eye of the man and asked him to, to go to the pool of Siloam and wash the man obeyed, the man did not question Jesus as to why and the reason why he asked him to go to the pool of Siloam to wash his face. The only thing the man had to do is what? To obey. Sometimes obedience is better than sacrifice obedience is better even the scripture says that obedience is better than sacrifice obey before what you complain when you go to the military that is that is one of what their slogans obey before complain you have to obey before you start complaining stop, stop complaining and be obedient to the word be obedient to the scripture and be obedient to the direction that god has given to his man or his prophet to be given to his people so when jesus gave the direction the man did not hesitate even though the man could not see but the bible said the man was able to locate the pool or Siloam. i believe the man might, might ask for a help for some people to lead him to the pool or Siloam, and the bible so when the man went and washed his face at the pool of Siloam, he went home with his eye open. I pray that as you have an encounter with God, you are going home with your eye open. You are going home with your healing. You are going home with your miracle. You are going home revived. You are going home with a touch of God. did not question Jesus. He obeyed. And immediately the man received his healing. I declare you receive your healing. I declare you receive your miracle by the power of our Lord and Master Jesus. The man that was formerly blind the man was a beggar in Qatar, but now he's no more a beggar after the encounter with the light of the world. After the, 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 the man that was born blind encountered with the light of, 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 of the world, his blindness was what we cut up. He was his blindness. The blindness was taken away. His blindness, my God, immediately vanished. And the Bible immediately the man began to receive light. The man that was formerly a beggar, the the man that formerly his life was hopeless, the man that was what helpless, my God, now all of a sudden his eye has opened and he began to see the man that was dependent, the man that was a beggar, the Bible said, the people that lived with him in the same neighborhood, they began to talk, they began to matter, they began to question themselves, 
Is that not the man that used to be a beggar? Is that not the man that was born blind? And the Bible said, and the man appeared in the scene, my God, and said, Yes, I am the one. I was the one that was born blind. But I had an encounter with a man they call Jesus. Hey, the man called Jesus. Hey, the man called Jesus. When you have an encounter with the man called Jesus, when you have the encounter with the light of the world, you are not living the same. You are living revived. You are living healed. You are living restored. There is no one in the Bible that had an encounter with Jesus and lived the same as we have an encounter with Jesus. This thing is my God. You are not living the same. I say you are not living the same. You are living a changed man. You are living a transformed man. You are living a revived man. In the mighty name of Jesus, the man that was a beggar, he cut up like a cartoon. I said, from today, you will no more be a beggar. From today, never again, never again will you be rejected. Never again will you be refused. Never again. The man was a beggar. The man was helpless. The man became hopeless. The man was independent. The man was what dependent, not independent. But after the encounter with Jesus, the man that was dependent became independent. The man that was a beggar became a worker that can end something legitimately. The man that his life was miserable. Maybe today your life might be miserable. You might your life might be hopeless. But after the encounter with the man Jesus, I see a transformation. I see a change. Not only a change, but a divine change. In the mighty name of Jesus, he called
This man who had been blind from birth, Jesus healed the man after the encounter. And Jesus then related this to spiritual blindness. As he said in the same verse number 39, the same chapter 9, verse number 39, Jesus said, For judgment I have come into this world, that those who do not see may see. That those who do not see may see. And that those who see may be made blind. Let me give a little insight here. That Jesus healed the man that was physically born blind. He didn't end there, but he also attributed it to spiritual blindness. He said, it is for this reason that I came down onto this earth that those who do not see may see. That those who were blind in the spiritual realm, their spiritual eye may be opened and they will be able to see and acknowledge Jesus as their Lord and personal Savior. So, what Jesus meant here is that the world that is in darkness, if the world will humble themselves and have an encounter with him, that darkness, it is because it is, it is of that reason that he came down. So that the darkness will move. So the darkness will leave. For the light to shine. For he said, as long as I am in this earth, I am the light of the world. So undoubtedly, this man experienced great joy. When he was able to see for the first time. For the very first time, it is still helping. God opened people's eyes spiritually. God opened people's eyes physically. Some of us, when, when we were in the world, we were blind. We were blind. We were thinking that life is all about enjoyment. Life is all about money. Life is all about hustling. Life is all about enjoying yourself with women, with drinking. And you get the money, that is all. But after the encounter with God, our eyes were opened and we begin, we began to see clearly that the world has nothing to offer. The world has nothing to offer. Because we were blind, we were following the world blindly. And the world was leading us to death. So Jesus said, For judgment I have come into this world, that those who do not see may see. 
And that those who see may be made blind. Though they think that they are wise, they know everything. They can see. The Pharisees, they thought that they were the Pharisees and, and, and the Sadducees. The learned people, they've learned the Torah of Moses and they think that they know everything. They think that they are the wisest people. So Jesus said, those that think that they are the wisest, those that think that the eyes are opened, they will become blind. Even if they see the truth, they will not be able to know and identify what is truth. What is the truth? So on that day, this man experienced a great joy when he was able to see for the very first time in his entire life. He has never seen it. He has never seen how beautiful the world is. How awesome, how great. He has never seen his own colleague, human being before. He is a man. He had never set his eye on beautiful women. How God created women. He has never seen that before. So I believe the very first day he saw a woman, he said, Hey God. Hey God. So I was missing all these things. I believe the first time he saw his mother, the first time he saw his father, he said, ah, this is my father. This is my mother. I've only been hearing your voice, but I've never seen it. So the man was full of joy. He was full of happiness because he had encountered with the light of the world. However, there's light that we experience for the first time when we encounter the light of the world. As I said earlier. I said what? There is a light we have experienced. I believe everybody on this platform has experienced this light before. After God opened your eye after you gave your life to Christ. After you began to know the truth, your eyes were opened. And the thing that you used to enjoy earlier, the things that you used to enjoy those days, you see them today and say, Oh God, have mercy on me. Because I have seen what? The truth. Because I have encountered the light of the world. So whenever you have an encounter with Jesus, he opens your spiritual eye and you begin to see things differently from the way you used to see them. In the fact, you used to see that drinking is normal. Drinking is normal. Womanizing is normal. Smoking is normal. Taking drugs is normal. But after the encounter with Jesus, you begin to understand that, oh God, I was wasting my life. I was wasting my time. So why the need to encounter the light of the world? Why the need to encounter the light of the world? The light of the world, Jesus Christ. Why the need? Why do we need to encounter the light of the world, Jesus Christ? Point number one. I will finish tomorrow and we are going to pray. Point number one. The reason why we need, the reason why you need to encounter the light of the world 
is that the light of the world guides our way. The light of the world what guide it guides our way. Guidance. The light of the way guides our way. When it's night and you are moving without a light, it becomes difficult for you to find your way. But if you have light, you will see your way and walk straight to your direction. Sometimes even in your room. If you want today, do some practicals. I know you have experienced it before. In your room, around in the night, the course of the night, if there's no light, it becomes difficult. Even to know or locate where you place your mobile phone. You were standing the whole place dark. You want to walk to the washroom, you want to pick this, you want to pick that, because the whole and the whole place is dark. How will you be able? So there's one of the reasons why we need to have an encounter with the light of the world, just as the man that was born blind had an encounter with the light of the world, is that the light of the world guides our way. The light of the world, it guides what? Our way. When you have an, an encounter with God, your way, your walk, your walk, your walk changes. Not a physical walking, but your way of life, your attitude, your character, your behavior, everything begins to change. The way you used to talk, the way you used to do things, everything changes when you have an encounter with Jesus Christ. So the light of the world guides our way, guides our behavior, it guides our attitude, it guides our way of life, it guides the way we talk, it guides the way we carry ourselves, the way we dress, the way you dress, the way you carry yourself. One great man said, the way you carry yourself determines how people treat you. The way you carry yourself. Determine how people will treat you. If you want people to respect you, if you want to people, you want people to respect you. The way you carry yourself will determine whether people will respect you or they will not respect you. Thank you, Jesus. Number one, the light of the world guides our way. Psalm 119, verse number 115. The Bible said, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Your word. And mind you that I've said on this platform on several occasions that the word is what Jesus. John chapter 1, the Bible says, In the beginning was the word. So when you read the verse 3 and the verse number 14, the Bible says, And the word became flesh and lived, or in other words, and dwelt among men. The word became flesh and dwelt among men. So the word is a lamp. Jesus Christ is the lamp to our feet. And Jesus Christ 
in the light to our part. I pray that as you have an encounter with Jesus these three days, my God, Jesus will be the light to your part in every direction of your life. Jesus will be the light to direct you in every affair of your life, in every decision of your life. Jesus will direct the path of your life. Jesus will direct the affairs of your life in, in, in your quest, oh my God, to enter into ministry, in your quest, my God, to go into marriage, in your quest to find business, oh God, oh, 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 oh. Enhance your career. May God, which is the word of God, direct your path. May the light of Jesus shine on your path so that you will walk in the right direction, so that you will walk on the right path to success. So, on your path to success, you need to have an encounter with what? The light of the world. On your path to success, on your marital journey, on your ministerial journey, you need an encounter with Jesus. In your career, you need an encounter with Jesus Christ, the light of the world. He said, your word is a lamp and the word there is what is Jesus Christ. So he said, your Jesus, Jesus is the lamp to my feet and the light to my path. And the same Psalm 119, verse number 130, the Bible said, The entrance of your word gives light. The entrance of your word gives what light. It gives understanding to the simple. Is somebody here with me tonight? Is somebody here with me this afternoon? The Bible said, the entrance of your word gives you a light. So the man that was born blind, the man that's lived in darkness for, 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 all the, for all his life, after the encounter with God, the scriptures, the entrance of your word gives light. The man will see what light and it gives understanding to the simple kayata. When they call the man the, 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 the Pharisees, they ask him, who did you say Heal you, he said, the man called Jesus. What happened? Oh, he made a mad. He made a mad. And made me, and, and, and rubbed it around my eye, and asked me to go to the pool of Siloam and wash it. And after that, I was healed. The people interrogated him. They wanted him to deny the father and what Jesus. But the man, because God, because Jesus, he gave the man an understanding. Even though they pursued, they persuaded him to act, to see Jesus as a sinner. He said, as for me, whether he's a sinner or not, I don't care. I don't know. But one thing that I know, one thing that I know is that I was blind, but now I see. The entrance of your word gives light. So an encounter with Jesus gives light. It gives you a light. It, and, and the light what guides you, the light gives you an understanding and said, and what it gives understanding to the simple. So if you want understanding in life, if you want insight, you need to have an encounter with Jesus. You need to have an encounter with the light of the world. If you are praying for an insight, if you are praying for knowledge, if you are praying for an understanding, you need to have 
an encounter with our Lord and Master Jesus Christ. The lost way is light. The lost way is what is always light. So I said, the reason why we need to encounter with the light of the word is that the, is that the light of the world guides our way. God's way, the lost way, is always what light. Yes, and the lost light challenges us. To walk in it and live a new way of life. Because the lost way is light. It challenges our life to walk as Christ. That's why we are called Christians. The name Christians. Christ-like attitude. Christ-like behavior. So every day we are challenged to walk in the ways of God. To walk in light. To walk in the path of what? Righteousness. Because in First Peter chapter 2, verse number 9, the Bible said, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praise of him who called you out of darkness into the marvelous one, light. Who called you out of darkness? So the man was in darkness, and God called him, Jesus called him from that place of darkness and brought him to a place of light. Kaya. That may God call you from every place of darkness and bring you to a place of light within these three days in the name of Jesus. Second reason, which will be last but not the least, I will continue tomorrow with the last two points, and we are going to pray tomorrow. Is that the light of the world reflects our character? The reason why we need to have an encounter with the light of the world, Jesus Christ, just like the man that was born blind had an encounter with Jesus, is that the light of the world reflects our character. If we want our character, our attitude. To be of God, to be of Jesus, we need to have an encounter with Him. So when we look in the mirror of God's truth, we see ourselves as we really are. If you want to know who God is, look at yourself. For the Bible says we are the image and the likeness of God. So when you look in the mirror of God's truth, which is the word of God, when you look into the word of God, you will see yourself as we really are. As we really are means as who God has made us. 
So in James chapter 1, verse 23, 24, the Bible said, For if anyone is a, is a hearer of the word, and not doers, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. A man observing his natural face in a mirror. Verse 24, 6. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man that he was. A man that hears the word of God and do other words. It's just like a man that after taking your shower, bathing, and dressing, you are going out. And you look into the mirror and show how you were dressed, how your hair was kept, everything. Your dress, what your shoes, your, your whatever. And immediately you get out, you forget, you, or you forgot about how you looked. That's how it is. That we hear the word of God and we go and do the contrary. Do the other things, do what pleases us, do what will satisfy our flesh. It's just like a man who dresses and stands before the mirror and goes away and immediately forget what kind of man he was. So if you want our character to reflect that of Christ, then we need to be the doers of God's word. As the man obeyed what Jesus said, Go to the, the pool of Sidon and wash. He went there immediately and did as the Lord has commanded. It is the word of God. And that is what? An obedience. So the word of God, I have said it here before. We are what we call the Logos and the Rima. So what Jesus gave to this man was a Rima. It was a rima Jesus that Jesus gave to this man. That go and the man was obedient. He heard the word and was obedient to the word. Reflecting the character of God. God bless you for joining today. It's time for us to pray. I want us to pause here and let's lift up some prayers. Let's lift up some prayers right now. Wherever you are, I want you to begin to thank God once again for His word. Thank God for the miracle. Thank God for the insight. Thank God for the wisdom that He has delivered and given unto His people today. Wherever, lift up your voice and begin to thank God.
darkness that is hovering around my life, hovering around my health, hovering around my marital life. Break the power authority. Lift up your voice, somebody, and let's break the spirit of darkness in the mighty name of Jesus. He called the palakata, rapadiata, rada He called the coast, rapadiata. God, I in the darkness around my ministry, in the darkness around the hour of Gethsemane, in the darkness around the Gethsemane prayer network, in the darkness around my ministry, in the darkness around my career, in the darkness in my family, I declare by divine authority, I break every spirit of darkness around my life, in the spirit of darkness in my destiny, in the darkness in my finances. Break now, break now, break now. Somebody pray, somebody pray. The God, I break now, I break now, I break now, I break now. In the darkness,
from your entire destiny in the darkness around in the darkness in the life of your children by the power of God in the darkness around your marriage by the power of God may the spirit of darkness receive a divine light and be cast out in the mighty name of Jesus and be cast out in the name of Jesus Yeah. 
Rapaniata, Ikanada, Rapanica, Rapante Benate, Yapanata, God is breaking every stagnancy from your life. From today, your career will move. From today, your finance will move. From today, your marital life, there will be a divine movement by the power of God. Ikapanikos, Ikapante Benate, Ricayata, Ricayata, Rante Benete, Ripaniata, Rapacapa. I say from today, by divine authority, I declare on this altar, I declare on this altar that any man connected to this altar, any woman connected to this altar, that let the altar speak for you now. Let the altar speak for you now. In the name of Jesus, anything standing still in your life, anything standing still. In your career, in it is standing still in your health, in it is standing still in your finances. I command it to move, I command to flow by divine authority in the name of Jesus. I His life stamped steed and his life was stagnated because the man could not move, because the man could not see my God. So for that matter, his life became stagnant. I declare that any man who is connected to this altar, that anything that has stamped steed in your life, appear oh my God, into me, into Anamoa Brabo, in the mighty name of Jesus, I declare anything standing still in your career. Hey, Kapalakatus, from today your health will begin to work properly. I say from today your health will begin to work properly. Any sickness is vanishing, any disease, any chronic disease. Men with knowledge has made it chronic. But God, with all authority, the Bible said, in his tribe we are healed. May you be healed. And it does make your life to start to you. Any disease, any sickness that has made your life to be stagnant, that has made your life to stand still by divine power, by the authority of God, I decree and declare by the spirit that resurrected Jesus from the dead, that from today, in the name of Jesus, you are breaking forth, you are pushing forth, you are moving forth, in the name of Jesus, in the career that has been stagnated in the career re- remaining in the same place from today you are moving from that place i say from today you are no more going to stand there from today you will no more be there because i see a divine move because i see a supernatural move receive a divine move receive a supernatural move in the name of jesus no stagnancy my god again in your mental life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ.
46, verse number 1. Psalm 46, verse number 1. The Bible said, God is our refuge and strength. God is our refuge and He is our strength. An ever-present help in time of trouble. He is our ever-present help in time of trouble. I declare that whatever trouble, whatever predicament, whatever situation you are going to, may God come in and be your ever-present help in the, in the name of Jesus. God bless you all for joining our prayer line today at the hour of Gethsemane. In fact, the time for our first session is up 30 seconds and this session is closing. But come back. Let's all come back. Let me pray a short prayer for you before we close and come back. God willing tomorrow. So let's all come back. God bless you. Shalom. Peace.